Okay, right. So I'm thinking for this episode, since it's about a bear, I think I've got a slightly weird thing that I'm going to do. Ooh. I mean, okay. my impre- I'm not, as you know, I'm not great at impressions, so this is probably going to fall at the first hurdle, but I'll give it a go. Excellent. Okay, here we go. Hey, boo-boo, let's swipe a pot on a basket, because it's the Stupid Sexy <laughs> Podcast with me, Yogi Bear, and boo-boo. <laughs> Welcome to Season 15, Episode 5, The Fat and the Furriest. First of all, let's... Can I... Uh, sorry, before we go any further, can I just say that's very funny, because growing up, I loved Yogi Bear, and my middle name's Bonnie, so my mum would call me Bobo. <laughs> hey, Bobo. So, uh, yes, sorry, we're way off track. Welcome, welcome, welcome. As ever, you're joined by your regular co-host. First of all, over there, enjoying the uh, impressions. And she has a yellow scrunchie in her hair. It's Heather Anderson. It's peach. Oh, I'm sorry. She has a peach scrunchie in her hair. It's Heather Anderson. And over there, chomping his way through a picnic basket, sandwiches galore, crumbs all over the floor. It's Alan Irwin. It's fine, though, because, like, we're in a park. He's more crumb than man. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Season 15, episode 5. So before we get right into the meat of this uh, this episode would you like to bear with me while I do a synopsis would you like to bear with that me that was that was a grizzly pun mm. um, that's pine roar I could not do the synopsis honey we're we're doing it <laughs> oh poo <laughs> fine Okay, season 15, episode 5, The Fat and the Furriest. Homer buys Marge a carnival kitchen for Mother's Day, which he later uses to create a giant ball of caramelised cotton candy. While disposing of the disgusting treat at the dump, he is attacked by a bear, an attack that is captured on film and broadcast on television. A humiliated Homer vows to take revenge on the bear and sets off on a hunting trip to do so, but there may be more depth to the bear's rage than he anticipates. That sure as fuck was the episode that I watched. Speaking of the episode you watched, what do you think of it? I really liked it, but holy fuck, it's so weird. (laughs) It's a very strange episode. I I was watching it going, where the fuck is this going? I'm enjoying it, but where the fuck is this going? I I wouldn't have said it. I thought it was a perfectly okay episode. Certainly better than last week and the week before. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. I think I definitely enjoyed it because, like, I liked it better than the last one. Mm -hmm. And then whenever I rewatched it, I rewatched it directly after last week's episode as well. So I was like, ah... It mm. is better. Well, we'll get into it, shall we? And we'll pick it apart. Yeah. Like a bear in a picnic basket. We'll pick a neck it apart. Okay, so there was no chalk gag, as has become common through the podcast. Yeah, I think we can just kind of stop mentioning it. All right, sorry, Heather. Uh, oh, no, I wasn't sorry. That came across a lot more harsh than I anticipated. <laughs> You're fucking right, it did. <laughs> um... <laughs> Are you doing that guy, the black guy crying on, you know, the guy crying on like the weirdest cry ever on YouTube? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, deep down, I know I still love <laughs> you. I think I'm going to have to cut in a clip of that here for the, uh, for the listener. <laughs> The couch gag they reuse a get smart 
parody from last season, which I think is really lazy, yeah. like one from a previous season. Yeah. Come on, lads. So it starts off, Homer sneaks out of bed to go out and compare Mother's Day gifts with the kids. Lisa has picked mm-hmm, a bunch of daisies, while Bart, Maggie and Homer have all made a crappy mug saying mum on it. Although I do like that yeah. Maggie's was the most like professional of the three. Yeah, of course it was. Maggie's a little rock star. So they decide to go out and buy presents. They're like, what does she want? And Homer considers, first of all, putting a bet on at the bookies for her. And he's like, he looks at I the mean, pawn shop and goes, comes in. would she like her wedding china back? <laughs> they go to Sprawl Mart, where Homer's like, oh, look, they sell TVs uh, with vegetable-themed Christian kids programming. <laughs> Do you remember Veggie VeggieTales? Tales. I, yeah, boy, whenever... Let my pickles go... I went to church up until I was like 12, 13 maybe. And boy, howdy, when I brought out the Veggie Tales in Children's Church, that was a party. They go to Sprawl Mart. Grandpa's working there as a greeter. And one of his jobs is to like put straitjackets on shoplifters. And Nelson's like, no, I can still shoplift with my mouth. I can still shoplift with and, my mouth. And Very upsetting sequence of events. Here's a, here's a sentence I didn't want to write down. The sheer sucking power on Nelson. Enviable, really. Yeah. <laughs> we can all learn a lesson or two from old Dyson Mouth Nat Nelson. <laughs> Patty and Selma turn up. Homer attacks them as Fatty and Smelma. Um, and yeah. what is it they call what does they call him? Oh, Terry ass Tubman. Yeah. So all they have is a trolley full of Kahlua and cigarettes. That's I mean, what more do you need? Well that's really? that's a very fair point. So they suggest, and it's actually a good idea, they suggest by Marge a carnival kitchen, which is like a carnival themed what would you call it, like a kitchen accessory? So yeah, it's they, like a wee dessert station. They do, and Homer buys it for Marge, and he's like, this craps all over the kids' presence, and Marge is delighted with it. So it's got a section that has hot caramel, a section that has can- mm-hmm. cotton candy or candy floss for the Europeans and the audience, mm-hmm. and a deep fryer. And I want to say this, that for different reasons, Lisa's deep fried carrot and Grandpa's caramel dripping dentures are upsetting. Equally as horrific. What do you think a deep fried carrot would be like? Well, I mean, if you deep fried it before, like, surely you would have to cook it a wee bit first. It would just be hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the beauty of deep frying things. Like, the middle's kind of, you know, like, juicy at least. Carrots aren't juicy. They're just firm. Mm, they're just kind of there. And then Grandpa's teeth, like, dripping caramel. Oh, oh, disgusting. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Maggie eats so much that her belly pops out and she's got this big Buddha belly. It's very cute. Yeah, which I only realised I've been going on a mission to like clear out my um, camera library, like my camera roll on my phone, and I find a screenshot of that. So I must have saved that from Twitter or something. Yeah, because you haven't seen this episode, have you? No. That's weird. What do you think about cotton candy in general? I wouldn't really be mad about it. I do like it, but it's one of those ones as well where it it is terrifying because it is sugar. What 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 I don't like about it is, you know, if you like, if your fingers are wet. Yeah, you get so sticky. I don't like that. Homer decides what he's going to do is coat the candy floss in caramel, which you'd imagine in reality, the candy floss would collapse under the weight of the caramel. Oh, absolutely. Or it would end up like, you know, that uh, heartbreaking gif of the raccoon trying to eat candy floss, but because raccoons clean their food before they eat it, it puts it into a puddle and then dissolves, disappears. And he's like, oh, I haven't seen that. That's really sad. Have you not? It's it's such a it's such a cute gif, but my God. Oh, that's really sad. Because he's like, where'd it go? I don't like that at all. And he's all. doing his wee raccoon hands like, oh, that's horrible. Oh, I was in here a moment ago. Oh. And then he like licks his fingers and it's like, oh, he knows that it's there. Sweet. Oh. So Homer 
he laughs maniacally. It's like there's light on it. It's like a proper mad scientist vibe. But he makes an 85 pound, which is six stone of cotton candy and caramel. And then there's a that really is, horrible... That's half my body. Yeah, there you go. At least. Fuck, it's nearly half my body. The next morning, Bart and Lisa come in and are like, what's that? Oh, Bart's like, I- I'm going to cover my clothes in caramel so I can finally eat my shorts, which is such a weird <laughs> thing. But they come in and they're like, oh, and then they have some of it. And then it's like, and then Homer says, yes, kids, suckle daddy sugar ball. Things you don't want read out in a courtroom. I know. I don't like that at all. No. Things you don't they're like so, they are like 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 calves or puppies like suckling at the. Whoa. I don't like that. So Homer's thing gets increasingly disgusting. There's like ants on it. There's animals. Yeah, who would win in a fight? The candy floss ball or the sandwich? Well, the candy floss ball is is more voluminous. I don't think the the sandwich was eighty five pounds. But the sandwich has more stuff. Like caramel doesn't really go moldy because it's so solid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. whenever it whenever it dries, it's like fucking it's it doesn't really go mouldy. The inside would go mouldy, but the caramel wouldn't. Whereas the entire sandwich would go mouldy. So does that mean the sandwich wins or loses? Uh I guess it depends what perspective you have. Which one's gonna kill you? Probably the sandwich. Mm, yeah. The sandwich will outlive us all. Also attached to the ball are Rod and Todd Flanders. So I was saving sugar for my wedding night. <laughs> oh God love them. Marge like you have to get rid of the candy ball and Homer's like thinking about it he goes the sugar's made him mad and the candy ball talks to him he's like no get rid of her we can be together forever and Homer does weigh it up for a while but he eventually agrees he does. that Marge is, is the right person uh, he then goes to the dump and I like there's a VHS VHS there's a VHS section a mm-hmm. mini disc section and there's like preemptive DVD section and like that was quite prescient actually I mean- because that was the height of the DVD. The Simpsons predicted the future yet again. So Homer throws the big ball into the, the dump and then he's attacked by a bear. Did you notice how weird the animation on the bear was? It was it's, like it was in a Hanna-Barbera cartoon or something. Or it was very, very peculiar. Like it was not animated like the Simpsons at all. No, no, it wasn't. I wonder if like Fox had like some stock bear animation or something. Maybe. I don't know. Very weird. Homer gets the shit beaten out of him basically by this bear. He comes in, he's very upset. He doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, understandably, he's fucking drawn. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a segment on the news called Kent's Cards. And they're all like, huh, look at this loser running away from a bear. I know. It's so unfair. Like, That's one of those ones as well where I was like, this is so fucking weird. Yeah. Like they're all like, huh, huh, what a loser running away from a brown bear. Also, Homer is like, when he's crying, he gets loads of snot. You notice that's all in his mouth and all, like a fucking two-year-old with a cold. Yeah. And Marge's like, look, we're just glad you're alive. And then Bart says, yeah, we'd rather have a live sissy mincing around the house than some dead hero any day. And Homer goes, joke on your candor. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, right, when he's choking him, I think they reused like an old choking animation. I think they did as well. It didn't look like the rest of the episode. What the fuck's going on? Very strange. Did the money run out? What's... Obviously not. <laughs> There's like seventy five more seasons. That's very true. And then Lisa's like, Dad, you can you can choke Bart, but you can't choke away your embarrassment or something. He's like, Deal yeah. and just So then Homer goes to work. They then get a giant bear from Mr. Burns's office, which I think is the one that he fell out of the window on the back of, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. To scare Homer. And Homer's going sl- slowly going mad because he's so afraid. There's yeah, bears everywhere. everyone's fucking taking the piss out yeah. of them. Marge goes shopping. She buys gummy bears and like uh, those those fucking 
cereal with the bear. What are they called? Can't even remember. Um, do you remember the crisps with bears? Bomb bears? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're so They're good. so Moorish. Mmm. Mmm, bop. After we're done recording. Mmm, bop. Um, <laughs> That's good palm bears. <laughs> so, he then is attacked by a load of evil bears that he's imagining, including Smokey the bear. You, you have selected me, referring to you. You have selected you, referring to me, or whatever it is. And it was um, Paddington, like real, real uh, pink elephants on parade energy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you a care bear? No, I'm an intensive care bear. Why does a bear need a crowbar? I don't want to get my hands dirty. <laughs> so Homer's crying in the corner. Grandpa comes in. It's quite sweet, actually, that Grandpa's like looking out for him. He's like, I'll cry with you for a bit. And he goes, all right, that's enough of it. Like, you need to go back and fight that bear. And I can't actually really remember how this comes up, but Grandpa mentions his website. And it's oldcoot.com. Yeah, oh no, it's because he goes, um, I don't want to fight a bear. Then I'll never talk to you again. But then how will I know what you had for lunch in 1927? I have a website. That's right, oldcoot.com. <laughs> Old man yells at Clyde. Why but, don't you visit me more? <laughs> yes, thank you. Welcome to my homepage. Why don't you visit more often? <laughs> so Homer's like, fine. So he, he builds like an armoured suit out of like a hockey helmet, um, the top of a pitchfork, just bits of metal. Mm-hmm. I like that he goes, and I did it all without one of those silly welder's helmets. And he turns around and his eyes are horribly his burnt. Eyes are... <laughs> That's the funniest bit of the episode oh. for me. So Homer makes this really weird suit that has his arse exposed because he says if he's mm-hmm. really scared, he doesn't want to ruin the suit. <laughs> And, and what a fat ass he's got. Like, he really he's does. He's, he's got a big old, I hate saying this, a big old fucking dump truck, hasn't he? Ugh. I know. It's just, I don't like the term dump truck because it makes me think of a dump. You know what yeah. I mean? Poop. Going for a dump. Poop. Poop. We're all dump trucks, you and I. <laughs> Homer, Marge is like, you can't go fight the bear. And Homer's like, Marge, you look ridiculous right now. And then walks away with his big fat ass out. And he decides to sleep in the suit so that he can sneak out. And I was thinking, like, sleeping in that armoury, you'd be very sweaty. Oh, absolutely. Like, I would say, at the you're minute, li- like... It's- that's a recipe for as- athletes' food. Like, you're just asking for swamp ass. What the fuck is swamp ass? Having a big sweaty arse, especially if you're a man. Swamp ass? Yeah, I, assu- I assume oh. all men have very swampy asses. You could call it dago bass. Come on, dago bass. And then you've got, like, a way put your vagina. I mean, you're no harm. <laughs> I hate you so much. No, you don't. You love me. Swamp. So you think all men's arses are swampy? Prove me wrong. I don't know how, but I don't have a swampy arse, and I'm offended at the insinuation that I do. Show me three men without a swampy arse. I can show you one, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not going to show you. You just got to take my word for it. No, I would take your word for it. I know that you're a clean boy. You know what I mean? There's bound to be a couple of lads with a clean hole. Like Sound off in the comments. I feel like Patrick Stewart has a clean bum. But we don't know him, so we can't. But you're not going to get to see any. Fine. Like, I am not going to go up to two of my friends and say, Would you show your hole to Heather so she knows it's not sweaty? <laughs> I mean, women have sweaty bums too. A, Everybody has sweaty bums. I know, but like, I feel like women, and not, not, <laughs> not to be. <laughs> Sorry, what? Boys are not gross. to be. <laughs> <laughs> Boys are fucking minging. Oh, I agree, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> 
So anyway, Homer's got swamp butt, right? So also Marge is the heaviest sleeper ever. Oh god, I like she sleeps for him falling over and all, right? So Homer's going with Lenny and Carl for some reason. Don't know why. Never mentioned up to that point. They actually, I think, participated in his humiliation at work as well. So they did. They fairly yeah. fucking changed their tune. So Bart comes in, is like, I want to go with you, and Homer's like, No. You have to stay and carry on the family name. And Bart's like, whenever I'm an adult, I'm going to change my name to Joe Kickass. Homer's like, that's so cool. <laughs> Marge wakes up, goes into Lisa, who's brushing her teeth, and is like, I think they're gone. Like, they've left. So Lisa goes in and checks his, his wardrobe. So he's got, like, different costumes. He's got the space suit. Cowboy octopus. Cowboy octopus, which leads to... Well, so first of all, they establish that, yes, the bear suit is gone. But then... Marge and Lisa is wearing the cowboy octopus and she's like, hi y'all, if you don't like my song, I'll spray you with ink. I find that very funny. Um, so then there's this hunter who we've never mentioned actually, because it's a very small part. He is the one that filmed Homer um, and he also tells Homer how to catch the bear. We forgot about this. He meets with Homer and says to him, I put a tag on the bear so you'll be able to find him. Like you'll know his location at all times. So then they're hunting away Homer's like, there's no sign of this bear at all. Haven't heard anything in half an hour, so I'm going to go for a wash and take my suit off because he's got swamp bass. And mm-hmm. it turns out Lenny and Carl have taken the batteries out of the tracker to listen to the radio and listen to <laughs> Afternoon Delight, thus allowing the bear to sneak up on Homer. Now Marge and Lisa don't know what to do, so they round up the hunter guy, Mr. Connor, who <laughs> is like, I'll find them, but first a snack. And he shoots and then eats an entire eagle in a lo- inside two in slices of bread bite. in one bite. Really, really horrible. Oh, horrific. But again, that's such a fucking weird yes. episode. Yeah. Homer is carried off by the bear to a cave. And then he realizes he takes the tag off the bear. And it turns out the bear was just in a lot of pain. And that's why it's so grumpy. And then Homer's like, is it the tag? So he tries it on and it shocks him like endlessly. And he takes it off and he goes... I better be sure it's the tag though and puts it back on and gets shocked down again. So him and the bear become friends, which is yeah. nice. And he hu- and it was nice. He hugs the bear. Now, apart from the bloody back, it made me think, you know, I would kind of like to hug a bear if I knew it would be nice. I've had this conversation before. With me? And you know what? No, not with you. I would hug a bear even if it wasn't going to be nice because the brief moment of so fluffy, so warm, so lovely. Plus, let's not lie here. If a bear is going to scratch your back, that's going to be the best back scratch of your fucking life. Until it cuts through your intestines. Yeah, and then you die happy. In a little bit of pain. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like your intestines being sliced open is not a quick death. I've seen Reservoir Dogs. It hurts like hell, but it takes a long goddamn time to die from it. Reservoir Dogs are, as I like to call it, uh, living life with a wound. Very good. (laughs) So they realise then the hunter is after them and Homer goes, oh no, the hunter has become the hunter. I love saying that so much. It makes me laugh a lot. So, ah, ah, the viewer has become the viewee. And everything makes me laugh. Yeah, but he doesn't say. <laughs> he says, never say but it he right. says the hunter has become the hunter. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I say it about so much stuff. I'm like, wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs> that and, uh, well, 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 we eat again. <laughs> <laughs> and leaving so spoon is very funny to me. <laughs> That doesn't even mean anything. It does. If someone says, like, if anyone moves past you and you have a spoon or anything else in your hand, you're leaving so spoon, always gets a laugh. Do you know what's up there for me? See if you pretend anything is a telephone. Yes. Always gets a laugh. Allow me to demonstrate. It does. Hello? <laughs> for the listener, I just did it with a water bottle. 
You can do it with anything. Look, over here. I love it. Hello? <laughs> I just used a full laptop. <laughs> anyway, Homer's like, I'll never let this tag hurt another animal again. And he throws it into the water. And then the electricity kills like 200 fish. And then a scuba diver floats up to it. <laughs> yeah. Homer wants to get the bear to a nature reserve that's in the middle of hunting territory. And by hunting territory, I hope you mean all those demarcations labelled kills that's exactly what i mean yes the test going out homer throws something out into it but there's like hundreds of hunters out there shooting so they're like what are we going to do so he considers castrating the bear because they're after a male because apparently there's some rule in hunting like you shouldn't shouldn't kill females because it has a bigger effect on the population in the long run do you know what would also have a bigger effect on the population if you kill all the fucking men and then there's no babies all right that's my feminism They're all debating, you know, what to shoot. And Cletus tries to, like, join in. And he's like, you're not really adding anything. He goes, I just wanted to belong. <laughs> like, don't we all, Cletus? Don't we all? So Homer's plan is... Why did you say that like he sang it? Like, I, I just wanted, wanted to, belong. to belong. Do you know what you sounded like, Anastasia? <laughs> to belong, that's sad Oh, no, Anastasia's the singer. I think of the films. Like, yeah. to belong, not that alone. When it's cold out here, maybe you should know. I've heard for her in a long, long time. I know. Um, what an icon. So Homer's plan is he dresses the bear up in his suit and it walks on two legs. And it's like, <laughs> and then it falls over. Everybody realizes the bear and they fire at it loads. But it turns out Homer's suit is amazing and it deflects every bullet. Yeah. He's a fucking artiste. Mm, artiste. An armorer. So the bear makes it to the wildlife reserve. And Homer's like, you know, I just wanted to save it from, like, the cruelty of man or whatever. And then they look, and it's being eaten by an elephant, like, almost immediately. And I went, I've written here, the elephant, Magumbo. Uh, uh, big titties to the rescue, always. You know, it's like six months yeah. ago we talked about that. We always talk about big titties. No, like, large oh, marge. Oh, the episode. Yeah. yeah I know, we always talk about big titties, um, big dicks, big pod. The three Bs. <laughs> yeah, so... Goes to the wildlife reserve and thus saving the bear. Not, it kind of just ends there, doesn't it? Like, there's not really... Yeah, it's very weird. Like, Although I, I do want to shout out the moment where the bear starts bonking the elephant on the head with a club. Yes, that was very that fun. Made me laugh. Uh, but good. yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know, because it's really fucking weird. Do you, do you like it more or less after talking about it? I think I, I like it kind of the same. Like, whenever I'm saying, I, it's one of those ones I know that I enjoyed it more than I should have because it came after an episode that I didn't like. But that's okay. That's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. So, I don't know. It's one of those ones, like, I don't want to be all like, oh, yeah, like, upselling the episode, if you know what I mean. So, like, if you just go into it, if someone were to just go and watch that episode, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? I, I thought it was fine. I mean, it is a silly episode. I just, I don't think, I don't think it's very strong plot-wise. Oh, no, it was fucking pointless. Like, I don't know. No, didn't do it for me. I mean, it was certainly better than last week's. And there mm-hmm. were some funny lines. Yeah, I loved uh, Abe's website and everything like that. I think I'll have to give it a slightly higher score than last week. So, okay, first of all, what is your yeah. rating for the week? My rating is three and a half. Okay. Because I think it was fine, but I think that some of the moments in it were funnier than other episodes that I've also been like, it's fine, it's a three. Okay. Nine. I'm going to go with three. Because I, I, I liked it Ooh. more than the last one, but not that much more. So that would be six and a half out of ten. So that's okay. That's a yeah. decent enough score. That's okay. That'll do it then for season 15, episode five, The Fat and the Furriest. We'll be back next week, Heather, with season 15, episode six. Today, I am a clown. 
And would you like to hear a little bit about it? A little bit of a synopsis for the lass. After Krusty admits he never had a bar mitzvah, he hires Homer to fill in as guest host on his show during the ceremony. We've had very little Krusty so far, so it'll be interesting to see where we go with that, but we'll find out next week, obviously. Before we go, though, do you want to tell the people how they can get in touch with us if if they're thus inclined? Uh, They can email us uh, at stupidsexypod at gmail.com Don't try it again. I think. (laughs) I'll only fuck it up more, let's be honest here. Baby! You can find us on Instagram at stupidsexypodcast or on Twitter at stupidsexypod. And if you like the show, uh, you might think that we don't want to hear your opinions, but on the contrary, we do. Because we would like, if you're on a podcast platform that allows you to leave a review, we'd love you to do so. If you enjoy it, tweet about it, post it in your socials, anything at all. And if you really like it, tell a friend, because word of mouth is very important, my friends. But other than that, that's going to do it for Season 15, Episode 5, The Fat and the Furriest. Uh, We'll be back next week. Until then, I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. And I can't think of how to close. Please bear with us while we come up with a good ending. Technical difficulties. You've already done bear with us, though. Welcome back to Gentle Ben. Ben, no! (laughs) (laughs) Well, look. Look for the bare necessities. Bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. Forget, Forget about it. your worries and your wife. I'm alright, lads. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>